This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. We are so glad that you have joined us and we color coordinated too, we just can. because just we knew this guys. was a big day. What's yeah. that? Yeah, even our hair. Even our hair. Even our hair is getting, well, I got a little more gray. You might need to get, well, and you need a little, maybe a straightener. I need a little straightener, yeah, Yeah. and you need some gray added into yours. Uh, It's it's a beard. Yeah, you're gaining on me. You're gaining on me there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look closely. Okay, there we go. It is They're highlights. Yes, highlights. Well, that's exactly what I have. I have highlights. (laughs) Exactly. Lots and lots of highlights. Absolutely. She's Erin Evernham. I'm Steve Posted again. We are so glad you have joined us on Wing Nation um, we're we're just in, in, we're just having a conversation before this, and Aaron, it's just nice to take forty five minutes or so to talk sprint car racing. It really is. Life in the world is just chaos. It is. Just, just if it's not one thing, it's seventy two other things. Yep. And whether it's big things, real things, material things, minor things, it's just chaos out there. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like you you never you know. I mean, and it's just like, ah, just breathe. We're going to talk yeah. about something we love to talk about. We're going to talk to a couple of kids here today. And the future of the sport we love is in such good hands. But my gosh, so those of you listening, those of you watching, just sit back, relax. Forget about the latest, whatever you got going on, whatever's going on on Twitter, whatever's <laughs> going on here. Forget about that and just relax and enjoy. And we're just going to chill and laugh and have a good time. And really, really uh, yuck it up. It's just, uh, it's really good. And I'd like to ask everyone also while you're doing this, I, I tend to do this at the end of the show. And I know by then some people have tuned out. Um, like, share, and um, and review this if you like it. The way things are done these days is with podcasting and, and, and YouTube videos. You know, the more you like it, the more it shows up on people's news feeds. And it just grows the grow, grows the product. If you like what we're doing here on Wing Nation, um, you know, share it, uh, share it with a friend, share it on a, if there's a, a local track group or something like that, that's a sprint car track, share it there. We really would appreciate it. We really, uh, we really do. We're so fortunate and we're so fortunate we get to do this. We really are yeah. and get to hang out and get to, get to, to, to take that little breather 
and uh, and go on and and and, and move forward. So, I like how you said if you're going to if you if you're going to review it if you like it. Well, if you, if like you don't it, if, like it, don't review. If you don't like it, don't review <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we don't want to hear it. Just dummy up. You know, I mean. Yeah, just, if you just, don't just, have anything just, nice to say. say. That's right. My mom said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So there, listen oh, to mom. Oh, I'm starting Mother to tell Kate that every other day. Do you really? Oh, oh gosh. gosh, you know, first yeah. grade drama. I remember, if you don't have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my mom's words are coming right out. Oh, gosh. That, yeah, <laughs> when you hear that, I, you know, you, you you hear that and it's like, oh, my gosh, it is it is something else. So uh, really, really cool. Um, really, really neat stuff, that's for sure. So um, let's get into our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics because we've got some some neat things that have happened. And and honestly, last week on the show, we talked to Justin Peck and, and we shared – um, just how, what a quality person he is, what a quality interview he is, and what a quality team that is that Tom mm-hmm. Book has put together. Uh, when Paul McMahon was there, he called him the misfits. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see as much of that anymore. And that's cool. That's a, that's a, that's a Pauly thing and, and everything else. But, um, this is a team that is all heart. Uh, it's all passion. Yeah. Um, I don't know what their budget is, but I'm fairly confident it's less than most te- or a lot of teams mm-hmm. out there. And yet they go toe-to-toe and scrap and claw with the best in the business, yeah. including the Knoxville Nationals. They're up there mixing it up in the top ten of the Knoxville Nationals. Um, there are wins, and there are important wins. Thursday night, the All-Stars were at Bridgeport. They picked up the win. The history of Tom Book Motorsports at Bridgeport is not pretty at all. That was back when Bridgeport was the big five-eighths mm-hmm. mile. Uh, J- uh, Jason Leffler was driving Tom's car when he crashed, and we lost Jason Leffler there. Um, so I don't uh, – Tom is a unique person who rarely goes to the racetrack, who does his own thing. If he was there, if he wasn't, wherever he was at, there had to be some sense of satisfaction. Still sadness. There yep. will always be sadness. When Bridgeport comes up uh, with 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 Tom and that crew, and really all of us in the sprint car world, yeah. but to go conquer that racetrack was a big big win for that Tom Book Motorsports team. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday night, uh, the All Stars were at Lincoln. It was the Kramer Cup. Uh, Kramer Williamson, of course, Hall of Famer, legendary sprint car racer, died in a crash at Lincoln Speedway. His son Kurt is on that team. So Kurt going to the racetrack where his father lost his life, but for that team to win that race uh, and the Williamsons and and the Books, they're racers. Yep. And, and winning matters, winning matters a lot. Um, I will, I, I, you know, uh, maybe maybe sometime we're having some drinks. I'll ask Kurt, how cool was it to win his dad's race? Probably not. You know, that's gotta be, it's gotta be a big win. So (laughs) this is where sprint car racing matters. Um, this is just how good this sport is at times that, um, you can overcome, uh, you overcome situations of, 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 of people dying. So you never replace it, but you at least have moments, uh, in memory of Jason and of Kramer that were at least you can do what Jason eraser and what Kramer eraser would want you to do. Go win that race. Mm-hmm. That's what Jason was all about. That's what Kramer Williams was all yeah. about. I, I, I'm, I'm, I know you're mourning. You know you're celebrating. I know this is a memorial. I know you know the the, the you know. But but go win that race. And for Tom and that team, and for Kirk and and the rest of the guys on that team, there was two big wins. Yeah. And I just good, that's what I love story. about it. Really, mm-hmm. is they're just great stories. And and right now, I'm not sure there's a driver in the country that's up on his game as good as yeah, Justin. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're Justin on a Peck roll right, right now. now. He's just. 
he is making any, I think it was he the one last week that shared that he wasn't quite making all the right moves early yes. in the season. Yes. He's making all the right yeah. moves now. Yeah. i watched Bridgeport. I didn't see all of Lincoln, but watched Bridgeport and he, he, he was on it. Yeah, he was. Um, and again, good things happening to good people. So kudos to that number 13 team, the Tom Book Motorsports team. Love those people so much. And, and uh, uh, both races, I saw Bridgeport. I watched all of Bridgeport. Uh, I don't didn't watch Lincoln, but I saw he yeah. won there. And um, man, I'll tell you what, did did my heart good. That's for sure. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars Friday night River City Speedway up in um, North Dakota. Brad Sweet picked up the win. Um, we had this little vibe going into Knoxville, and with Donnie Shots winning Knoxville, it's like batting down the hatches. That 15 car is coming. Well, that 49 car is looking pretty stout yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Brad's got that thing rolling, and um, he's headed west to California where he's so, so good. He's going to Skagit and then to California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Brad Sweet is we're – not, we're not going to crown him yet, but he is starting he's to starting ease to, his way in that direction. I was going to say, he's starting to pull away a little bit on yeah, that point. Yeah, he really is, you know. Uh, one guy that's been very impressive, picked up the win Saturday night, Carson Macedo, got his 10th win of yeah. the season. Um, you know, but, you know, it's just, it's it's fascinating where we're at with the world of outlaws. And, and at one time we're thinking a three-car, a four-car, a five-car battle, and I'm not sure Brad Sweet's going to stand for that. Yeah. Um, and that's a champion. Uh, and, and face it, we have, we have talked to Brad when all he talked about on this show was chasing Donnie. And watching Donnie and learning from Donnie, and yeah. now everybody, including Donnie, are chasing Brad. And uh, that's just hard work, determination by not only Brad and that whole team, and fun to watch. I'm I am a fan of excellence, and sometimes sometimes excellence doesn't give us the best point battle coming down to the last yeah. race. But I am a fan of excellence, and we're starting to see that excellence again out of that 4019. Yep, and uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch somebody as good as Brad Sweet is when that car is dialed in. It's it's fun to watch. So there you have it. We'll see what happens with it. All right, the the youth movement, and we're going to try to tie this all together. <laughs> these kids these days, okay? Kids. Yes. Uh, well, okay. Saturday night at Red River Valley, Ryan Timms finished second, and we've talked to Ryan here on the program. Um, youngest podium, sixteen um, years in one day. One day. Yeah. <laughs> so and Ryan finished second. The previous record, I think I've got it here somewhere yeah. uh, in my notes. The previous record was from earlier this year. Um, I didn't write down the date, but earlier this year out west when um, Corey Day won at 16 yeah. and change, not one day. So he took the podium record off from Corey Day. So Corey Day and Ryan Timms show up at Husett's. <laughs> on Saturday night, and Corey Day gets the best of this one. But this is this is this is insane here. What's happening? We think of Husets. You're thinking Justin Henderson, Mark Dobmeyer, the these guys, the McCarls, yeah. exactly the McCarls. Um, you know, uh, Brooke Tatnall, Dobmeyer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen to this top four from Husets: Corey Day, 16 years old; Ryan Tim, 16 years old; Ayrton Jenneton, 23 years old. Caleb Johnson, yeah. Caleb Johnson is 16, 17, probably. Maybe yeah, 18. Maybe somewhere That's Doug's like, boy. Yeah, somewhere yeah. like that. Teens. Yeah. I mean, my God, the worm has turned in South Dakota. <laughs> I mean, these kids are just taking it to them. So what a deal. Okay, so so Corey Day picks up the win at Houston's. Fast forward to the night before that. Knoxville, Ayrton Jennerton, that old man, that old 23-year-old. 23 23-year-old. 23 he got his career first win in Knoxville. 
and really cool stuff. So today on the program, we're going to talk to Corey and we're going to talk to Ayrton. Um, on our television show, Ryan Timms joins us later this week. So we got all these kids. Covering them all. We got all these kids getting out of getting hall passes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so uh, it's, it's I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Other news out of Knoxville, they wrapped up the season. Brian Brown goes into this thing somewhat, I think, 85 points yeah. behind Reitzel. Brown, game, set, match, wins the whole thing. The fifth championship in the race. Oh, Brownie, you know the dude was out there pumping his fist. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know he... the dude. You know the dude was all jacked up about that. <laughs> so Brownie, and it's 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 not been a Brownie like year, but at the end of the day, and that's what good racers do. At the end of the day, they still get the big prize. Yep. And Brownie did that. And I absolutely love the 360 champion Terry McCarl. <laughs> we have talked to Terry. Terry hates racing with his boys. They've had engine issues. Terry decided 360s. He goes, runs 360s, come in. Tells the boys what the track is doing, and Terry goes out and wins his first 360 That's championship at Great Knoxville. story. It really, truly is. I mean, just fantastic. Now, Terry is a little bit older than Ayrton Jennerton at 23. A little bit. Just a little bit older than Ayrton Jennerton at 23. Danny Dietrich, the Jack Gun Twin, uh, Jack Gun Memorial Twin 20s of Williams Grove. Dietrich says, I'll take two. Not bad. Man, oh man, Dietrich had that car rolling. Other winners. Guys that we have talked about a lot this year. Mm -hmm. Anthony Macri, his 18th win of the season with the All-Stars at Bedford, and we're still in August. There's a, And when you think of Anthony Macri in the month of September, yeah. there's not only a lot of races, a lot, a of, lot of races he can win yep. in Pennsylvania and a lot of money that Anthony Macri can win. A.J. Flick, 13th win of the season. Oof. Don't forget about me over here in western Pennsylvania. A.J., he won at Tri-City. And um, we're just seeing a lot of excellence out there across the board. Uh, great stuff. It really, truly is. And there you have it, our Hefter Racing Product Hot Topics. HRP loves karting from sprint to road racing to winged outlaw karts. HRP Streeter Superstands are the number one selling brand for karting. Great, great stuff. Aaron, they've got all, all kinds of qualities to these carts. Yep, they're automatic electric lifts, rolling stands, and stackers to carry multiple carts. And just like sprint cars, HRP has tire racks, engine racks, bead breakers, and a whole line of cart racing accessories. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. We're going to step away when we come back. Ayrton Jennerton, he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one -on -one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at Dirt Empire magazine.com circle b diecast is the new diecast outlet from plan b sales what started as a lionel and chase authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes auto world green light collectibles brand art sam bass artwork 
and University of Racing lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing, and they support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. On orders of $20 or more, use promo code MRN for free shipping. You can check them out at www.circlebdiecast.com. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. I am so pumped up about our show today. I just am because I just love, I love young people. I really do. No, I really do. I think, um, I think when I look at the world and when I look at sprint car racing, I just think that there's some young people that are going to put things we love in really, really good hands, including mm-hmm. our first guest on the Sage Fruit Hotline, 23-year-old, third-generation racer, and he is also a Knoxville Nationals Rookie of the Year, meaning yes. two of the three of us are Knoxville National Rookie of the Year. So far, yes. So far, yes. I could get there. <laughs> I could get there, exactly. Um, Aaron Jennedon joins us. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We are fantastic. What is it like to cross the scales at Knoxville and take that right-hand turn? Um, it, it was pretty remarkable. Like actually with the rain coming in, we had, they moved the program up a few hours and they weren't going to do any victory lane stuff. And, um, for like the three sixties or anything until the makeup race was over. So I was like, I've, I was leading with like two to go. And I kind of, I could, you know, look at the board and tell we had a good lead. And I started thinking, I said, man, they're not going to love me make the right hand turn. Like I was pretty bummed. And when we got across the scales and like, luckily they opened the gate and I just, turned right and i was like ah no one's stopping me <laughs> i was like i'm gonna, I'm gonna start and uh take take it in so it, it was pretty sweet like i've wanted to make that right hand turn you know since you know my whole life it's a dream to you know win at knoxville so uh, i'm very fortunate we got to do it you know in the season championship like i like we've just had a kind of a trying year and last year we were close a few times but yeah it, it was pretty pretty special Aaron, I saw, uh, or you said after the race that you just knew that night, or maybe you said something to your dad the night before that you were going to be quick time, you were going to win. When you, when you have a, a feeling like that, is that because, you know, you've been strong and fast lately, or is it just a, a I don't know, is it just a feeling, you know, something you can't really put your finger on? Yeah, like really after hot laps, like we kind of got, um, like you know how crucial it is the hot laps and clean air at that place, and a guy was hot lapping in front of me. I caught him and I had to try the bottom and hot lap just to kind of get my own air. And I stuck it really hard in one and two. And then after I came in from hot laps, I kind of just told my dad, I was like, man, we're going to win tonight. So, um, you know, whenever, after that, like, you know, like I was probably the only guy who went to the bottom on both ends and qualifying down there. Um, and you know, when we went quick time, I was like, man, like our car was really good. Like I didn't really have to do a whole lot to make it do what I needed to do. So, after that, I was like, man, I know we're going to win this feature, too. Like, we just got to get out of this heat race, and the inverts got to go right. And um, You know, my crew chief, Chad Morgan, he told me, like, I've never been shut out at Knoxville since I started racing here with Brown. 
you know, however long ago. And I told him when we were rolling out for that feature and I, I, you know, he went to give me a fist bump and I grabbed his hand and said, Hey, you're not going to get shut out tonight. And, um, you know, I think just a lot of determination and, you know, we were, I was racing for my crew guy, Steve, he uh, had some personal stuff to take care of this weekend. So he couldn't come. So, um, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff going on that, you know, just kind of made me feel super confident and felt like it was just going to be our night. You, we chatted a little bit before we came on the air and you said that the last month, the last few weeks, the car's been rolling and you've had oddball stuff. Take the car rolling good, great high laps, great qualifying. How important to put that together and how important then is driver confidence when, when you're, when you're racing a sprint car? Yeah, you got to have confidence. And, um, you know, that's like one thing, like Aaron's race. So she, she, she knows how big it is to have that confidence and, when it feels like nothing's going your way, it's really easy to kind of almost just get down on yourself and be like, man, just nothing's going my way. And, um, you know, it's, it's been tough, like nationals, we had a really rough nationals and, um, you know, then we went to, uh, our Sedalia Sunday night race and we had bad luck there in our heat race that cost us, you know, start on the front row and a good chance of winning. And, you know, it was just kind of like, you just got to stay strong and, you know, even if you're not running good, just remind yourself, like, you know, I'm here for a reason, like we're fast for a reason and we just need the need it to go good and we, we can win. And that was kind of the thing, you know, like I, obviously, you know, working with Chad, like we get to have a lot of good conversations and, you know, like I told him before we went this week, like I just felt good about it. And, you know, he felt good about it and luckily it just all panned out. Yeah. And confidence is such a huge part of it. Aaron, in the first uh, first answer you gave us, you mentioned looking up at the, the video screen to see how big of a lead you had. Is that correct? Yeah. So, all right, I kind of raced before the era of having big screen televisions on the side of the track. I mean, I'm a little bit old. So, I, I mean, this is a hot topic. I see it on Twitter. People discuss it all the time. But where on the track at Knoxville do you get the chance to look up the back straightaway? And, and like... I just needed more information as a driver. I want to hear a little bit more in detail uh, of what you look at, how long you get to look at it, what you see. Yeah, it's like um, usually like when I come out of two, like I don't really get looked at unless I feel like I'm in a good position. But usually it's like like probably, you know, once you feel like you've ran a, a good amount of laps, like for me, I was nervous because I was leading. So I was like, I need to look and see how many laps are left mm-hmm. so I can try and calm myself down. So. Um, you know, the first thing I glanced at was like, I just looked at the lap, see what the number was. And I looked to see if I was on the screen and I wasn't on the screen. And I could kind of tell Sam and Brown were racing each other into one. And I was about the center of the backstretch at this point. So I think that was with like four to go. And at that point I was like, all right, I just got to hit my marks and be consistent. Cause I had, had two lap cars racing side by side. And I really didn't want to have to get up there and try and race those guys to get by them. And, you know, that just kind of let me like, all right, I just got to, you know, just stay like keep my lap times in a good spot and try and you know maybe if I slow down like two tenths a lap like it ain't gonna hurt me so um you know it's like I feel like Knoxville you get a quick glance probably about a second or two to kind of really get up to look at it if you're you know if you're if you're rolling down the straightaway good if you're not spinning your tires and you know then obviously like shoot out Chili Bowl when you're down in Tulsa you get a good chance to look at it coming off four there too what you what you race car drivers though amazes me. I mean, it just it, it never ceases to amaze me that you're you're looking at the lap counter, you're looking, you're seeing it's not you, but it's the guys you're racing against, 
and you're processing that at mm-hmm. whatever it is, a buck forty-five going down the backstretch, getting <laughs> set into turn number three. That's why you guys do what you do, and I and I respect it so much. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your background. Introduce you. You're 23 years old, third generation racer. You've talked a lot about your dad already. Your dad, you know, being being such a part of it, and then your grandfather. You know, he was a prelim night winner at the Chili Bowl, uh, winner in sprint car racing. Um, it's got to be neat to carry on the family tradition and then carry that family tradition for you into Victory Lane at Knoxville. Yeah, that's, um, you know, it's really special. Like my grandpa, he's he's done a lot. You know, like he's, like you said, he's won the prelim at the Chili Bowl. He's ran second to final at the Chili Bowl. Um, you know, he's won over 400 features and like my dad, like he's won at Knoxville in a 360 and he actually, uh, the year I was born was the year he won that 360 race there. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, and to add my name to the list of the people that are absolutely, you know, phenomenal and sprint, phenomenal and sprint car racing to that winner's list at Knoxville is really special. And then to know me and my dad have both won at Knoxville and my grandpa's had, you know, success there as well. Is, it's pretty neat. Like you don't get, like, I feel like a lot of guys, um, get to experience the generational racing like you know Corey day like his dad ronnie day raced and you know brown with lasowski's racing too like you know the family member stuff steve and craig like it's pretty pretty unique to have generational racing around and it just shows how much this sport means to people so um it's pretty cool like I'm, I'm very fortunate to have the name i have and to be able to do what i do with the people i do it with and it, it makes you kind of take a step back and just be really grateful for everything you've got to do. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, to, to have family in the sport and to carry on tradition and to be able to share that success with them, that's got to be really special. Ayrton, what's, uh, what's on the calendar for the remainder of the, the year? Obviously, Knoxville is over and done with, which is a little sad. It always makes me sad this time of year. But what else do you have left? Um, you know, I think uh, we got a, a local 410 show this weekend at the lake and then uh, we were, we've been bouncing around the idea if we're going to end up going to Pennsylvania or not. And I think we finally decided on it. We're just going to go ahead and go out for the Tuscarora 50 now. So um, last minute decision to go, like we, we kind of had it in our plans at the start of the year. And then we kind of took it out with just, you know, not having really good success and kind of just having a tough season. We decided, you know, we'll, we'll just stay here and there's some races going on. We could have ran, but you know, like after, after last week, we're like, you know what, let's just go. Like it's going to be a great experience. So we're going to head out to Pennsylvania um, next weekend for the Tusky, and then we'll come back and run the Hawk and McMillian at um, Wheatland, and then we'll go to Four Crown. And then after Four Crown, um, I know we'll have Lakeside and I-80 with the Outlaws, but after Four Crown, we're going to kind of see how we roll for the next few weeks, and then we may go out to National Open as well. Neat wow. stuff. That is for sure. Now, do you have T-shirts in stock? <laughs> Are you good with T-shirts? Uh, I got, I got some, yeah, I got a, I got a bunch left over from nationals. So hopefully, uh, if I got to Pennsylvania, I can sell those. You dude, you, you, some is never going to cut it in Pennsylvania. It's never going to cut it there. They'll, they'll tip your trailer over trying to get some of those t-shirts. I think I, I, that is awesome. You mentioned, uh, crew chief, Chad Morgan, uh, formerly with Brian Brown, um, for years with Brian Brown, a lot of success. What is it meant to have his depth of knowledge, his experience in your camp this season? Yeah, it's helped a lot, you know, like last year after we, you know, we kind of teamed up uh, right before nationals and, you know, even then it's like, seems like national week, I've had just had bad luck happen to me. Like, I don't think I've ever gone to Oskaloosa and had nothing happen. So, uh, and then, you know, it's like kind of this time last year after nationals, we started rolling really good too. And, uh, you know, we kind of just struggled the start of the year. Like we had a, we had some motor issues at the start of the season. Then we had some car issues and, 
it's been tough trying to, you know, work through it all, and it's been frustrating. So, um, but, you know, Chad's really smart. He's got a ton of experience, and, you know, especially, like, going to Port Royal, like, he's, he's you know, gotten brown around there really good. And, um, you know, he's just very knowledgeable. And it's good to talk to him, and, like, we can talk through situations a lot. And for a guy who's never drove, like, he's really good about helping me manage what I need to do and teaching me things that, you know, I may not have known and stuff like that. So, you know, Chad, Chad brings a lot of knowledge to the table. And then, you know, my dad too, like my dad's really smart and he's raced and like when they get to work together and talk about stuff, like I feel like it helps, you know, Chad a little bit and helps my dad learn some. And then, you know, it gives me just a sense of confidence that I don't got to worry about what's going to happen with the car or what they're going to do. It's going to be really good. No doubt. And it is. We've talked about your last name. Final question, your first name. <laughs> now, am I right? Your dad, uh, n- your your Ayrton is named after Ayrton Senna? Yes. Yeah, my dad uh, My dad gave me that one. I think my mom wanted to go with Andrew, so I'm really glad my dad talked her out of that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Andrew Jenneton versus Ayrton Jenneton really works yeah. well. Have you, as a, as an Ayrton, have you, have you studied Senna? Have you, you know, what, 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 what does that meant to be, Named and, and it's it's not like you're named AJ or Steve or or Sammy or something. It's yeah. a Formula One guy. Have you studied him at all or or, or, or learned much about him? Um, yeah, I've actually uh, I've read a few books on him. Nice. I don't even like reading. I've read a book on him, <laughs> and then watched the documentary on him a lot. And uh, you know, it, it's kind of cool. Like I think there a while back someone asked me that question i said well i don't really have an option if i'm going to drive or not like i got a first name and a last name made for racing so i better better be good at it <laughs> <laughs> well i think mission accomplished yeah. i think so Aaron, we've been watching you for the last few years i'm glad we finally got a chance to dolly up and catch up with you here on wing nation we appreciate you taking some time out congratulations on that win uh best of luck throughout the balance of the season maybe we'll get a chance to you go out there and, and do, do something big whether in wheatland or whether in pennsylvania maybe we'll get a chance to dial you back up here in a few weeks but uh, thanks for joining us here today thanks for having me guys there you go Aaron jennerton joining us here today if i'm not mistaken I think his grandmother is watching as well. And so, Grandma, you can be really, really proud of your grandson. Not only as a racer, um, I love when I hear race car drivers, young race car drivers and young people mention the word grateful. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, we live in a society where there's a whole lot of people who are not grateful. Amen. And it just is really, really neat to hear him mentioned the word grateful actually got a little bit of that on my on mm-hmm. my arms um i just i just uh you know it 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 goes back to what we kind of started the show talking about and to see grateful young yep. people for families for opportunities uh to do what we all love and we love to watch them do is so yep. cool and to work hard and appreciate it and yeah yeah neat stuff Neat stuff, that's for sure. From one neat generational racer to another neat generational racer. Stay with us. Corey Day, he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain. And we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. 
Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. You know the other thing I like about young people? (laughs) is that someday they're going to be running this world, and if I need a job, maybe one of them will be nice to me. That's why I'm being nice to them now. Oh, that work? Right. That uh, work for you? I that mean, if, if that's your reasoning? That's, that's my reasoning, reason. exactly. That's my reasoning. Go with it. That and some young people are very, very impressive. Uh, we're going back to the Sage Fruit Hotline because this is one we've been talking about all year long. In fact, we've had him on our uh, TV show earlier this year. A six-time winner thus far including Sunday night at uh, Hussett's, getting out of his home state of uh, California. Corey Day joins us. Hello, Corey. How are you? I'm doing good, Steve. How about yourself? I am fantastic. Now, we have gotten used to you winning in California. What does it mean to you to go to one of the historic, badass, tough racetracks in Hussett's and Brandon, South Dakota? What does that mean to go there and win for your first time? Uh, It's definitely pretty cool. You know, people start start speculating saying that you can only win in california because stuff's so different out there so um it was definitely um it was cool to end off our our little midwest trip there with a win after um you know basically sucking to start the thing off so um (laughs) it was definitely a good confidence booster going to skagit yeah, for sure. Uh, Steve mentioned that you're a generational racer. Your dad, Ronnie, was a very successful racer, and you drive for Jason Myers. What is it like to have those two to ask questions to, to learn from, to have that mentorship? It's definitely, uh, it's really, really helpful. You know, my dad was, um, he was really, really good in California, and he had a success in the Midwest, too, and he's no slouch with the race car with setup and everything, and uh, Jason's the same way, but Jason also has the, you know, the business side of the, of the sports where I can ask, you know, I can ask Jason anything from, you know, what I need to do as a driver to what I need to do as a person in the sport to better myself. So it's really cool. Really, truly is. That is for sure. Uh, I do want to get back to Skagit a little, or to Skagit a little bit. We'll get to Skagit here in a little bit. And you'll get to Skagit. I think you're in Montana is what you told us, somewhere in Montana. You'll get to Skagit soon enough as well. But uh, but getting into uh, getting into Houston, 
um, at, at least I would say it's a California-ish kind of bull ring, at least. So there had to be some similarities to some mm-hmm. of the stuff you've seen in California or not. No, they, there definitely was. You know, we have Merced out there, which is smaller than Houston's, but it's got um, it's got close to the same banking. And then that place is almost kind of proportioned like Tulare is. It's got, you know, longer straightaways and tighter corners. And, um, you know, if you – if you hook the bottom off of two and down the back stretch, you can get a run. So it's it was uh, it was pretty close to to you know a mix of Merced and Tulare. So yeah, I was I was pretty much right at home. <laughs> Corey, we know you finished out your Midwest tour with uh, two top fives at Knoxville on Saturday, then the win at Houston's. But overall, what would you say? How would you rate your your first trip to racing these tracks in, in the Midwest? Well, you know, I I'd say it was good. Um, it definitely wasn't, you know, I always have really high standards for myself and I have a lot of confidence in me and my guys, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd say it was good. I definitely feel like if we would have fired off the trip a little bit better, we probably could have ended up with, you know, some top fives along the way, not just on the last weekend of the trip. But, um, no, I, I'd say it was good. It was definitely a good learning experience. It was a good experience to build our team and uh, build our program and, you know, going back there and racing with, you know, the top teams and everything, it really, it shows you where, where you're lacking as a driver, where your program's lacking, where, you know, it just shows you how to better yourself in every way. So it was, um, I definitely say it was a really successful trip. The transition to running half miles, uh, what has been the biggest challenge with that? And what types of things do you feel like you're making progress on as you, as you did have those top fives at Knoxville? Um, how, you know, how, how, how has that transition been? Because that's one thing you don't get a lot of out in California. Yeah, no, the biggest place we have is, is Stockton. I'd say that's, you know, barely bigger than three eights. So, um, Knoxville, it's, it's definitely its own animal, but I also ran, I, I ran I-70, and I'd say I-70 is just as big as Knoxville. Um, so, I don't know. It was it was a mix of everything. We kind of, we needed to get, I needed to get better as a driver, and we needed to make adjustments on the car to be able to make speed around a track that big. Our our qualifying program wasn't wasn't good to start, so we had to, we had to make adjustments with me and, and the car. So, once we... Once we did that, I feel like we we found a lot of speed, and then it was just a matter of you know me getting comfortable and acclimated to just the way that you race that place. Because in California, you know you get a run on a guy down the straightaway because they got tied on the curve a little bit, and you hit it perfect. I mean, at Knoxville, it, it's not the case. It's not it's not a tight corner. You know, you got your corners are just about as long as your straightaway is. So you got that whole corner, and you got to hit it. You know you got to either hit the cushion perfect or you got to hit the bottom perfect. And if you miss either one of them, then you're, you're just a sitting duck and you're going to get passed. So, um, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a a big change. I mean, I'd say that me as a driver, I adapted to it fairly quick. My dad's always taught me to drive really, really straight and not, you know, throw the car in there. Even at home, I try and drive as straight as possible. So for me driving, you know, just with my elbows tucked and not really turning, it was definitely not what I was used to, but I feel like I adapted to it pretty quick. Yeah, well, it's certainly great advice, especially at a place like Knoxville. Um, when you talk about the, the bigger tracks, talk about how the difference is with the dirty air. I mean, obviously on a short track you can be affected by it, but somewhere like Knoxville, if you get tucked up behind someone, it can be completely different. Was that something that you had to, to learn and adapt to quickly? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, like at home, you know, you can usually run in there right on someone's rear bumper and, you know, you just got to run the brake a lot, but it's not going to upset the car as much. Knoxville, I mean, you can be two, three car lengths off of them and you could, you know, the thing will go into the corner and not even turn. So you definitely have to get your left board in the air, which is, you know, get a half a car or a car below them. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a whole different ball game there. I mean, if you, if you miss the bottom there, like in the center of the corner, you're better off to just slide all the way to the cushion because you're just going to be hung out in the middle. So that's, um, that was definitely something I had to learn because, you know, you miss the bottom at home. You can usually just slow it down and catch the grip off exit. There, like I said, the corner's so big that you, you're better off to just drive all the way up to the cushion and catch the grip there. So um, it was definitely a lot getting used to with, you know, changing the way I drive, change the way I race. and um, But, no, I, I definitely say that uh, we made progress from, you know, our first race in Knoxville to our last race in Knoxville. I think I started 20th in that. Uh, that makeup feature and ended up running fifth. So, um, you know, we uh, we got noisy on board. Brock your fossil crew chief, and he's definitely uh, he was a big help when he came out because he's a uh, he's current with everything, and he got Brock rolling really really good this year. So it's definitely cool to bring him on board, and I'd say he's um, he was a big help with that. I bet, yeah, that's a good crew chief right there you got with Noisy. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I, I think about that, and I've never driven a sprint car, but I see someone miss the bottom at Knoxville, and it seems like six days yeah. before you can make it to the top mm-hmm. or, 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 or make it to the straightaway and try to get it. I, I can't imagine what that must feel like as a race car driver. Corey, you're 16 years old. How are you handling your – you're supposed to be in school. All we see on social media – is first day at school, first day of sophomore year, first day of junior year. How are you handling school? Well, I'm actually online school, and uh, before we left for this trip, I, I kind of just did, you know, as much of my school for the next two weeks as I possibly could. Um, I still have school to do, but I'm on track with everything I'm supposed to be doing uh, right now. So we're um, we're trying to trying to do both. It's it's definitely tough when when you're out here and all you can think about is race cars, the last thing you want to do is do your school. But, um, you know, it's, it's what I got to do. So I'm getting it done. Yeah, I've been there, done that. But we didn't have online school. I, was, I had to fly back and go to school. So be thankful that you have that option. Corey, how excited are you to get back on the West Coast with the World of Outlaws? You had a great run with them earlier in the year. So excited. I think we lost them. <laughs> Hello, hello. I'm I'm here. There we go. Hello? Yes, hello. we got you. We Sorry. hit a we had a blip in Montana. So, um, your excitement yep. with the Outlaws headed west? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited to get home and race at the tracks I know with those guys. We've had a lot of success at at Chico, you know, last year and my family 360 car and this year too. We already got a win there with Narc. So, uh, I'm definitely excited to go there. We got um, you know, I've never been to Grace Harbor actually, but uh, we ran Dirt Cup earlier this year, so it'll it'll be good to get to tracks that um, you know I have I have track knowledge on um, rather than you know going back there and running all those tracks that I've never even been to. So um, I'm really excited. I'm I'm really excited for Chico because, like I said, we we got a good package around there, and that's one of my favorite tracks. I'm I'm also excited for Hanford too. So um we'll just have to see how it goes i'm gonna 
I'm going to treat it like I do every other race. I'm not going to try and overcomplicate things, but, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Final question for you before we cut you loose. Um, traveling with your dad. Um, what do you do? You remember much about your dad's racing? Um, but but getting to travel with him that that's that's got to be pretty neat for 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 a guy to do it with uh, with 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 a guy like your dad who was such a great sprint car racer as well. Do you remember much about it? And what's that like traveling with him? I actually don't remember. Like I don't remember a whole lot about it. I remember a lot of when he ran the twenty two car at the end of his career for yeah. my brother because I was about. I was about six or seven at that time, so I can really remember, you know, going to the races with him every Friday and uh, him talking to my Uncle Rick, who was a crew chief on that car. And, um, you know, I can remember a lot of that. And, but, there, you know, there's pictures of me uh, in the little deal where my mom holds me on the stomach as, like, a six-month baby in, in victory lane when he ran the one car. So, um, you know, I do remember – I remember some of it, but not, not a whole lot of it. But it's definitely um, – it's definitely really cool to, you know, have my dad on the road with me. It's, um, you know, definitely takes the pressure off of a lot of things that normally would, you know, yeah. put a lot of pressure on me with him being here because he can kind of, you know, guide me in the right direction rather than me just, you know, having to search around for the right direction. So no um, it's definitely it's definitely nice to have him out here with me. I had the chance to chat with him down at Ocean Speedway down in Watsonville, and I'm telling you what, I love visiting with your dad and, and he's a proud dad. He really is, as he should be. And, Corey, uh, we love where you're going. We love where you're headed. We can't wait to see what happens at Skagit and then down to Chico and on across there. But thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. We wish you continued success. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. There we go. He is the winner Sunday night at Hussets, and he's going to win a whole bunch of races before we get done. That's Corey Day. Holy cow. You imagine he rolls into that Gold Cup? And cleans him out of there, Ooh. and it's not even a. It's not even really a like like on. I mean, Realist- he's capable yeah, of doing. Definitely it. realistic possibility. Yeah. You imagine that? What that would sixteen years. Sixteen old. years old. First of all, he is so eloquent and mature. He does not speak anything like a sixteen-year-old. No, no, absolutely. Or drive like a sixteen-year-old. He, he might have talked to Jason Myers a little bit about how to talk. Yeah, it's it's impressive. His dad. Both I had the yeah. greatest visit with Ronnie Day and. And he, my history with sprint car racing goes back all of 11 years. You know, so yeah. so I was not one that, oh, I remember Ronnie winning the trophy cup, and I, I don't. But I got to talk to him at Watsonville, and beyond proud dad, I could just tell Ronnie Day is just a class man, a class yeah. human being, and, and it shows with, with his, his son, son. Mm-hmm. as well. Um, man, I am so pumped up about this and about, about Corey and 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 Ayrton as well. I just I just there's so much good in our sprint car world yep. right now. And young men who are who are young racers, young men who are grateful, who are mm-hmm. getting this time, who are paying their dues, who are who are working hard yep. to go where they want to go, and they're gonna get there. Yeah. They're gonna get there. Man, I'm pumped up about it. Oh my gosh. We need to step away. More Wing Nation is coming up.
Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one -on -one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Flow Racing. Y'all know about that, don't you? It's the ultimate digital home track for race fans. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. Flow Racing has something for everybody. NASCAR Weekly Series action, drag racing, off-road racing, and yes, folks, they even have sprint car racing. Lots and lots of sprint car racing. You all know that. You're sprint car fans. <laughs> Much, much more for sure. Learn more at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. Let's get to our Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. George Nestler, Brad Novsinger, birthday yesterday. Uh, hadn't seen, oh no, I did see him out at Millbridge. He's out at Millbridge. One yeah, of his grandkids that's where is I racing. saw him. One of his grandkids is racing. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about having fun with that? <laughs> You know, Brad's Brad's a little wide open anyhow. No. Yeah, no. Uh, Jim Colbert, Robert Huffman later this week, Red Lempelius, uh, Roger Rager, Dave Darlin, Bobby Grimm, and Jackie Holmes all have birthdays uh, coming up. And tomorrow would have been the birthday of Gary Sakola. He is the class of 2022, born in 1941 in Livonia, Michigan, moved to the West Coast. He owned a sprint car there in 1960. 1977, he was the director of the California Racing Association, where he really hit his stride. It was 1988 to 1997. He was the USAC Sprint Car Supervisor and Assistant Director of Competition. He's responsible mm. for the return of sprint cars to pavement. And also, he's the brainchild of that whole USAC Western Midget Series that remains popular to this yeah. day. Man, they'll be out there turkey night and everything. They'll be out there just wearing out the flow racing. Um, in 1997, he uh, left USAC to oversee the construction of uh, Dodge City Raceway Park in Kansas, passed away in 2000. Um, yes, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, that's the birthday calendar, and his life is forever enshrined at the hall uh, from the class of 2012. The 14th annual Sprint Car Raffle, Aaron, here's my chance Here to is. join you and Ayrton Jeniton as Rookie of the Year drivers at Woo. the Knoxville Nationals. Tell them all about this car, Aaron. Yes, well, it's uh, 
I don't even, I don't know, it's triple X chassis, Moyo racing engine. You can get a ticket for $20 each or six for a hundred. Go to www.sprintcarraffle.com and the drawing is December 16th. Man, oh man, think Here about that. Think about that. So we got time to prepare. Got we time get to it. prepare. Yeah. yeah, we can run like a race or two before yep, the Nationals. Yeah, and you can learn to look at the big screen. Oh, on the that's what I'll do. You know, why did you drive it right into the wall? I was watching TV. I was you trying know. to see me I on the board. I was trying to see myself on the board. Uh, and I just hauled it right off in there. Oh, yeah. gosh. That has a ring. What year were you the rookie? Uh, 2003. 2003. Okay, Aaron Jennett in 2021, Knoxville Nationals Rookie of the Year, 2023. Steve 20 years apart we could be. 20 years apart? My, I'm so pumped about that. We've got goals. Oh, we got goals, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know about that. Again, you can go to SprintCarRaffle.com. That drawing is on December 16th. Big, big week of racing coming up. (laughs) Uh, that's one thing the world would not be ready for, no doubt. Uh, world of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. I am so pumped. I was talking to Casey and Chuck Sinks about this, our friends at Sage Fruit. Uh, Casey's already out there. getting. She's already out there. And if Casey is there, things are getting buttoned up. Mm-hmm. That is one. I am telling you one thing I've learned about Casey from Sage Fruit. Yeah. When you put her on it, it is it's going gonna- to be buttoned up. It's going to be locked in. The T's are going to be crossed. The I's are going to be dotted. And everybody's going to have a good time. And it all starts Wednesday night with a pre-race party right there at the racetrack in Skagit. Thursday and Friday, prelim nights, $10,000 to win. Saturday, the $25,000 to win Skagit Nationals. Carson Macedo was a winner. This is the second year of Mm -hmm. this event. Um, I just think we had this time in sprint car racing where you would go Knoxville Nationals. And then you'd be like, okay, next up is the National Open. Yeah, we have all this other stuff yeah. at the National one. But with the Jackson Nationals, yep. now the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals, Gold, Gold Cup, Cup next is coming week. Back. Yep. Coming back. Coming uh, back. There's a lot to race for here in this window of mm-hmm. time. And I'm not saying that the, 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 the normal races are not special. I mean, the World of Outlaw Race is special, but I really like that when we left Knoxville, there was still a used lot to be a little of, depressing. Yeah, it used to be a little depressing. Now there's just a lot still to race for. And boy, they're up on the wheel racing. There's no denying that. Um, Speaking of up on the wheel racing and a lot to race for, the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions Friday and Saturday night, the Sharon Nationals at uh, Dave Blaney's Sharon Speedway, $12,000 to win. I love Attica. Love Attica. I'm so glad I made it back there this year. This weekend, it is the place to be in the uh, great state of Ohio. The Attica Ambush Weekend. These are Attica Fremont Championship Series races. Friday night, 5000 to win. Saturday, 7000 to win. And then I'm fairly confident those teams will zoop, mm-hmm. head east over to Wayne County Speedway Sunday. It's the Pete Jacobs Memorial, $15,000 to win. Man, a lot of money on the line. Yeah, big week in um, Ohio. In Ohio, no doubt about it. It's going to be great to see, that's for sure. And we always get into this week of the year. The fair starts the 188th, I think, Juniata County Fair. Oh, Ashley is going to enter the pie contest. I was going to ask about the pie contest. She'll enter the pie contest. Can she send us some down here, too? Exactly. Well, no, there's, okay, so she was telling me me about this. Usually she makes three pies and submits the best one. Wow. That's what I mean. It's like, we'll we'll even take one of the. We'll uh, take the third. Third. Yeah, we'll take third. With Ashley making it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a shortage of the specific apples that she likes. So she's got one and done. One pressure's and pressure's on. Pressure's on. Yeah, pressure's on. She'll probably win that thing. Then she'll have to take that pie to Harrisburg. 
Um, I hope it'll last that long. Uh, but uh, why we talk all about this is Labor Day Classic at Port Royal on Monday afternoon, and I love Grace Harbor World of Outlaws on Monday night. So we've got Labor Day, a lot of great racing mm-hmm. on Labor Day as well. So it's fantastic, folks. It really is. Okay, so we started this thing saying, let's take 45-minute timeout. We've taken a 54-minute timeout from the mess of the world. Yes, oh, indeed. Goodness. And we have heard from the future of sprint car racing with Corey Day and Ayrton Jennison. Man, I I, I just, I, I just, I'm so pumped. Yeah. I really it, am. So, uh, neat stuff. I want to give a shout out to one uh, other young person, uh, Georgia Henneberry. And those of you that watch mm-hmm. Flow Racing, uh, you see her on some of the all-star races doing pit road reporting. She jumped on board with uh, MRN this weekend. I saw that. Down at, yep. uh, down at Daytona. Man, she's fantastic. She's yeah. awesome. Um, we, we actually had similar tastes in dining. We went to some nice... Uh, farm to table ish, vegan ish, really, really good spots. Loved it. Uh, she's great. Um, she's been, her and Chris Windham have been an item uh, for like six years. Um, and uh, so I, I think that's part of it. Young people, young people, whether it's the racers or people yeah. that want to get into broadcasting, I'm just so excited that there's so many there's young people yep. with so many big hearts and so much passion for it. We hear about these kids these days, these kids these days. Well, I'll tell you what, Corey Day. Ryan Timms, we talked to him for our TV show, um, Ayrton Jenadin, and even Georgia, there are four young people that have a passion for racing. Yep. We're in good shape, folks. We're in really good shape. You can catch uh, Wing Nation gear this week at Sharon on the Tom Book Motorsports trailer, or you can go to www.shopwingnation.com. That's shopwingnation.com. Um this week, Wing Nation, the television program presented by Sage Fruit, Ryan Timms, as we mentioned, joins us as well. We're going to be on social media as well, hanging out and having a good time for sure. So fun, fun stuff. What a blast. That is for sure. We appreciate Ayrton Jenneton and Corey Day for joining us. She's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.